0: Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to the Manifestation Bay podcast. If you are brand new here, welcome. I so appreciate you clicking the download button on this podcast. If you like what you hear today, definitely subscribe to make sure that you get all the notifications for whenever I drop a new episode. And if you are a loyal listener and you're returning, you're probably wondering where the F I've been. Well, I'm so glad to be back. I am currently recording this at five o'clock in the morning in my office. (laughs) It is so dark outside. It is so cold here in LA. My voice still has that raspy, like just woke up sound to it. And I have a fresh cup of coffee in front of me. And I have such a crazy week this week, but I've been really craving getting back to my podcast. So I decided that I'm going to fit it in and I have a bunch of episodes on my mind and I just miss you guys and I want to connect with you guys and just share with you what I've been up to, the new things. That are currently in my brain, on my head, and you know, recent lessons that I've learned, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, where have I been? <laughs> okay, so you guys, I needed a podcast break, I really needed a vacation. Um, 2019 has been such a crazy year, and I'm still learning how to balance out the masculine and the feminine energies, as well as being an introvert. If you guys don't know, like masculine versus feminine energy is such a lesson that I'm seeing a lot of women learn this year. It seems to be like 2019 is the year that so many women are learning that, you know, business building or success or reaching their goals or accomplishing and achieving a lot of awesome, epic things doesn't just have to do with the masculine energy. It's not just about putting in the action. And if you guys have been listening to me for a while, you know that action is so important to the manifestation process. And manifestation isn't just this magical thing that occurs when you sit on your couch, you close your eyes, and you visualize, right? You got to put in some work, But the work doesn't have to be constant and never-ending, and it doesn't have to be a hustle, and it doesn't have to be a grind, and it doesn't have to be something where you have to wake up at five in the morning right, to put in the extra hours like I am this morning. Obviously, when you are balancing out the masculine and feminine energies, you know, since we have both energies inside of our souls, just like nature has both energies, there's masculine and feminine energies all across through nature. And not one is better than the other. It's just that when you are imbalanced in one, you tend to be a little unhappy. And so, you know, in the entrepreneur space, It's a very masculine world. Not that it's not uh, filled with women now. There's tons of women boss babes and CEO babes and just so much amazing development in the entrepreneurship world. So it doesn't have to do with the fact when I say masculine, that it just means that there's a lot of men in the field. Obviously, there's a lot of men, but a lot of women are building their businesses from the masculine where they are staying up late, they are constantly in front of their computers, they're putting in the work and they're never giving themselves time to rejuvenate or time for themselves or time for pleasure and time for joy and time to receive. And obviously, you guys, in the manifestation process, you got to receive at some point too, right? You can't just be constantly taking action and never fucking receiving. So, in order for you to actually um, accept the whatever it is that you're building, so if you're if you're creating for money, you know, obviously you got to receive the money at some point. You can't just keep working for an empty bank account. And at some point, you got to receive the following. You got to receive the opportunities. You got to receive the joy. You got to receive the feeling and the fulfillment, and the success. You got to receive these things. And that's where that feminine energy comes from. And a lot of what I've been learning to do this, this year, especially after attending the trip in Hawaii and Maui with Tony Robbins, um, it was called the relationship trip and obviously you know you come as a couple and it doesn't matter whether you are straight gay lesbian couple doesn't matter um this masculine feminine energy applies because again it has nothing to do with gender it has nothing to do with superiority like one is better than the other it just means that having both in a specific balance is going to make you the happiest when a feminine core has her energies in balance where she has a lot of that feminine energy going For her, with a touch of masculine energy, she's going to be at her best—the best version of herself. And if you have a masculine core, which can be a woman too, you guys. So that's what makes gay lesbian relationships work—is that oftentimes one of the same sex people in the relationship will have more masculine or more feminine of that core energy where the other has the opposite <clears throat> excuse me guys what the hell is going on with my voice right now hold on so obviously you know the 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 two individuals have differing energies which is what creates polarity for them and that attraction which is so beautiful so anyway long story short I've been learning how to balance my feminine. I've been learning how to relax more and and play more and let go of this need of needing to constantly do something in order to be valuable. Um, I found myself getting way too involved in certain things in my life where I have people who are there to take care of it. So my involvement is not needed Yet there's this part of me where I'm afraid that my team won't need me anymore. or You guys won't need me anymore or something, you know, these crazy thoughts and where I find myself just meddling and creating more work for myself when I don't have to do that. And so I went on a vacation for the first time in five years. Now, yes, I've taken days off before and yes, I have traveled a ton in the last especially three years. But you guys, like if you are someone who is an entrepreneur and has ever gone on vacation, you know that you don't actually take a vacation when your mind is constantly on business when you have text messages coming in and you're watching the emails and you're thinking about business and you are brainstorming business or you are finding yourself on social media, you know, thinking about all the things that you need to do when you get back home, that is not a vacation, right? So I finally committed myself to a, about a month of an actual vacation. And it felt amazing. And first of all, I just wanted to let you know, thank you so much for being so patient with me while I just pretty much dipped from the podcast. It's a very uh, feminine thing for me to do where I, you know, went with the flow and just decided to not record a thing because if I were to take my microphone with me on vacation, that is not a vacation. So I just got back from Japan, Maldives, and Singapore. And this is the first time not only that I got a vacation, but that I've been able to visit some epic places simply for myself. And what I mean by that is that, yes, I've done a ton of travel in the last three years, but a lot of the time it was for an event. Either I was speaking or I was going to see someone speak or it was like a tony robbins event or it had always to do with something i was traveling because there was a wedding or a party to attend or something to attend that gave me an excuse to travel and for me as someone who has travel as one of the most important like passions in my life, it is travel. And travel is one of my greatest teachers. It's one of the ways that I really get into my feminine energy. And it's one of the ways that I really rejuvenate my spirit is through travel. And if I find myself constantly traveling for everyone but myself, that's not really travel to me. And this is the first time where there was nothing going on in Japan that I had to attend. There was nothing going on in the Maldives that I had to attend and definitely nothing going on in Singapore that I had to attend. This was purely for me to just go be a fucking tourist. And it was the greatest feeling in the world. Um, And so now I'm back in LA and of course I'm jet lagged. So it's been very easy for me to get up at five because I've been falling asleep at like eight or 9 PM. Um, The time difference between here and And let's say Singapore is about 16 hours. And I've been through like five different time zones in three weeks. So it's been crazy, but I'm so excited. I'm finally back. I'm recording a ton of episodes this week, you guys. I feel a new energy around my podcast. You know, there's so much I want to talk about, I mean, obviously, this episode is about the paradoxes of being like very introverted and how I handle that, and whether or not you're an introvert, um perhaps my tips can help you just learn to balance some of that energy because i I don't believe that we're all meant to be you know energizer bunnies and constantly going going going, 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 so perhaps. Even if you're an extrovert, this might speak to you because I am married to an extrovert and I know that Mofo needs his alone time and he also gets miserable if he spends way too much time with people, even though people are energizers for him. So one thing I did want to talk about besides just like the paradoxes of being introverted AF is just also the paradoxes of both knowing that. The only thing I ever have to do on this podcast is be myself. And the only thing I ever have to do um, on my Instagram profile is to be myself. But at the same time, I find myself also paradoxically feeling pressure that I need to say things in certain ways. And I, if I don't say something in a certain way, someone will get offended. Or I might you know, miss something important and then receive like a slew of emails saying, Catherine doesn't know what she's talking about or whatever, whatever. And it's been one of the things that's been holding me back. Um, not only what I'm gonna be talking about later in this episode about being an introvert, but also just putting this like non-existent pressure on myself. And while I was in the Maldives, I just decided that I would come back and I would be unapologetically myself. Um, I would not, you know, I have I always have notes written for myself for the podcast. And I have been following a general guideline so far just because I you know i can blab forever i mean it's actually such a paradox to me because i am an introvert yet i can also talk for the longest time it just doesn't make any sense but um you know i've just committed myself to really 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 just showing up and knowing that if i say something wrong or if i make a mistake or if i say something that i don't mean it's not the end of the world and what is really true truly needed by me in the world is for me to be my unapologetic self. And so I'm just going to bring more of that energy to my podcast. I don't know if you've noticed a difference or not. Maybe I'm just like, this is all in my head and I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. And maybe this is just like a story that I've been making up in my head, but I just feel, I just want to come back into alignment in my business and really know that, you know, this goes for you as well, that there is no one more you than you and for you to be yourself is the greatest gift that you could ever give back to this universe and because there is absolutely no one who has your voice who has your personality who has the way that you think about things who has your brain who has your body like there's so much to you that is so needed by this world and and there's someone out there who is praying for a message that is only transmitted through you. And someone is praying for a best friend that is only like you, that they're only compatible with someone like you. And you are doing the world a massive disservice by being anything but yourself. So that is something else that I'm working on and I I have a ton of podcast episodes this week, as I was mentioning, that I'm excited to record uh, before I go to Costa Rica. Now, Costa Rica is a podcast in itself, you guys, (laughs) and I'm so glad that I really committed myself to being uh, myself unapologetically because I will be talking about something that is currently illegal in in the United States, but very legal where I am going to uh, Costa Rica to do it. Now, some of you might know of a place called Rhythmia Life Advancement Center. Some of you might not, but I will go into details of why I'm going to Costa Rica for this spiritual experience that I'm about to have. Um, I've actually hosted now three spiritual retreats you know, for my community, but I've never been on a spiritual retreat myself and obviously never done anything like what I'm about to do. So one of the episodes is going to be about that and I will definitely release it by the time I go or by the time, at least while I'm there. And I'm also planning on turning that into is some, somewhat of a series, at least a before and after, where I can share with you Uh, my breakthroughs and what I've learned and the crazy experiences that I find myself going on for the sake of learning and evolving and growing. (laughs) Okay. So you guys, um, let's get into the episode. The paradoxes of being super introverted AF. First of all, I love paradoxes. I think paradoxes are so cool and life is filled with paradoxes. Um, I've been reading a lot of material lately, uh, a lot of channeled books, a lot of channeled teachings that I've actually recommended in my newsletter. So if you've received my newsletter this month, you've probably seen um, one of the books that I've been reading. And in that book, um, this entity that is being channeled, uh, Ra, is talking about the different densities. Um, And densities can also be seen as dimensions. I don't think it's the same thing, but in my head, I'm thinking of when Ra says third density. I'm thinking third dimension, fourth density, fourth dimension, fifth density, fifth dimension, and what Ross says, and a lot of these like teachers that I've been learning from recently um, have been talking about like the nature of 3D reality, like the nature of the third density or the nature of third dimension, and third dimension and 3D reality you guys is physical reality. So you are currently in the third dimension. I'm in the third dimension. Everything in your life right now is currently in the third dimension. Besides when you are <clears throat> feeling very spiritually connected, like when you're meditating, you're probably accessing other dimensions, higher dimensions, fourth dimension, fifth dimension, um sixth dimension maybe, I don't know. Again, I'm not an expert at this, but it's just very interesting. And excuse me, you guys. Oh my God. I sound like James Wedmore now when he loses his voice after talking at his events. (laughs) If you've listened, if you guys listen to James's podcast, like there are some episodes where that man has completely lost his voice and now I feel his pain. So um, in the third dimension is where paradoxes exist. In the third dimension is where you have both light and dark, right? Like polarity is what I'm talking about. You have two truths that seem to contradict each other, but they exist at the exact same time. So black and white, light and dark, sad and happiness, um, all the polarities and the opposites that you can think of are essentially uh, within that paradox framework. And I looked up the definition just in case you don't really know, you know, my explanation ain't good enough. The definition of a paradox is a statement or situation that may be true, but seems impossible or difficult to understand because it contains two opposite facts or characteristics. I love paradoxes because I see them everywhere. I believe that life is a paradox and manifestation in itself is a paradox. And I find that the thing that holds a lot of people back in manifestation Is that they're not seeing the paradox. And what I mean by that is a lot of people get caught up in, like, when I say you gotta both focus on what you want, right? And really desire it. And at the same time, you gotta completely forget about it and let it go. And it's not like, you know, this drives people crazy because you're just like, wait, how do I do both at the same time? And of course, the rational, logical mind has no idea how to do both at the same time. But when you start practicing this on a more intuitive, a more embodied level, you often learn that, yes, you both have a desire and you forget about it at the exact same time. And it might not even be at the exact same time, even though the truths exist at the exact same time. Through 3D reality, you can't really be in both places at once because we have a time-space continuum in the third dimension. And so I look at it as more of a dance between the two. And so I find myself dancing between knowing exactly what it is that I want and also letting go, not at the same time, but soon after, where I get crystal clear on knowing the details of what I want, at least to the extent that I can get, you know, clarity on because I don't believe in being super specific. I believe in being specific enough for you to feel in alignment with it and really get really understand like the parameters of why you want what you want. I think that's way more important of like okay, I want this because this is why I want it and really fueling that energy behind that desire is so much stronger than just being like ah, I just want this and I want it to be this specific, right? And so then once you've gotten clear on what you want then it's time to forget about it and let go and get busy with your life. And by busy I don't mean like go work, you know, and and you know put in the action. What I mean is literally get busy like paint a painting or record a podcast episode or listen to a podcast episode or go to the park and um walk your dog or go hiking or go meet up with friends or whatever whatever whatever. Right? So it is more of a dance between the two. It is forgetting about it and then reminding yourself about it and then also forgetting about it. And you're just dancing between the two energies. And it's when you understand that life is a paradox and you have to learn to dance between two contradicting truths at the exact same time, you're going to unlock so much for your life. It's like, it doesn't even make sense. It's like, not only do things start to make sense, but it's just that you let go of a lot of the stress and pressure of being perfect. You know that although you might think it's one way, it could also be a, a completely opposite way at the exact same time. So the paradox of, you know, what I'm currently dealing with and what 2019 has really brought up for me um, besides the feminine and masculine energy, is just the fact that, you know, as my business has grown, you guys, I've remained much the same, Catherine. And I don't mean by the fact that I didn't grow and didn't evolve and, you know, like obviously I'm a different version of myself. What I mean by this is that at my very core, right, I am still much the same, Catherine. I see myself as an introverted light worker influencer who is still learning how to balance her growing presence with her desire at the same time to stay out of the spotlight. What? So, I don't know if you guys know this and maybe it's obvious, maybe it's not, but I'm a big time introvert. The only thing though is that when people meet me in person or maybe if you you spent time with me on social, maybe it's more of a clue if you spent time with me on social that I'm an introvert because I am always not with people. (laughs) I am always with Brennan and Brennan is like my Best buddy for life, like that man energizes me, and I I can actually introvert around him. Sometimes he talks way too much, and I have to tell him to stop. But typically with him, I can really let go, and I can just be myself. And obviously, we've been together for four years, so you know, awkward silences between us don't exist. So if I need a silence, it's not awkward, and he just knows that Catherine needs to be silent for now. But a lot of people, they're very surprised by this because I see myself as an outgoing introvert. And most people will never guess how much alone time I actually need. So I do need my alone time and I have to get really good at balancing you know, going out and also staying in and not staying in for too long, but also not going out for too long. And it's just constantly dancing between the two energies. Um, I also naturally hate the spotlight, which makes no sense, but I have learned to grow into it in order to make a bigger impact. I know that my business requires me to be in the spotlight and it's been the weirdest journey ever, you guys, because if you know me, like really know me, like you're good friends with me, especially since growing up you'll know that like i fucking hate being the center of attention i hate the spotlight and you know recently i've been craving a lot of off time and i don't know if you've noticed this maybe you haven't i don't know again sometimes i make things bigger in my head and i think that everyone knows but like nobody notices <laughs> but I've been spending less and less time on social and I've been more, I guess, sporadic with my podcast. And it's not because I'm losing interest in my business or losing interest in, in you guys and losing interest in what I'm doing. It's just that I feel myself dancing. You know, I, I felt myself, it's like, um, what do you call that? A a pendulum. It's like, I've leaned so much into one side where that one side is, you know, constantly being on to now I feel the pendulum really swinging into the other direction. And I find myself literally wanting to hide from social media. I find myself wanting to avoid podcasting, uh, turning down being interviewed, uh, and literally just don't want to talk to anyone. And again, it's not because I'm being rude. It's just that I literally want to hide in a cave for about a year of my life. That's just how, obviously, that's not actually what's going to happen but I find myself feeling that way. And at first I judged myself so strongly for that. I I judged myself because I was like, Catherine, why are you not appreciating your life? Why are you not appreciating your audience? Why are you not appreciating what you've built? Why are you hiding from people? Blah, 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 blah. And it was so much self-judgment until I realized that this has nothing to do with weaknesses that I have. In fact, my personality and the way that I am is one of my greatest strengths. And perhaps I am given such a personality with also this desire to impact the world in a great way where I I want to put myself out there and I have to put myself out there in order to make the greatest impact. And at the same time, I find myself, you know, being super introverted I feel like God gave me this gift. You know, the universe gave me this gift of who I am so that I can learn the most amount of lessons because it comes, you know, obviously this is just my perspective and this could not be, you know, this could, this could be true. This could not be true. When I see someone who is naturally extroverted, it, my perception is that it's easier for them to be in the spotlight, right? Right. And I find it a strength where I both hate the spotlight and also learn to love it at the same time, because one of my strengths is to learn a ton of lessons through being the way that I am and also growing into this version of myself where I do have an audience and a lot of people do consider me an influencer and which is so weird because I'm literally like Catherine Zanchina, I am myself. I'm just myself you guys like I just don't even know when people you know this is one of the things that I've been struggling with this year is that as my audience has grown I feel like less and less people have been treating me as a human being especially on social and and, and literally nobody who listens to my podcast you guys are like my favorite people if you're listening to this podcast you like I want to hang out in person like you are amazing I found that all my podcast listeners have been like the best people. You guys are my tribe. Um, but you know, you have the occasional person, which this is actually inspiring another podcast episode talking about why people do what they do. And, you know, you have the occasional person who just like finds a picture of you and like reads your, barely reads your caption, makes an assumption or judgment um, of you, leaves a comment and, you know, and, and talks about you, via the third person, like as if you're not even reading your own comments, like as if I have a PR team to read my comments and it's not actually me and I'm not a human being. And I'm just like this robot on social media and they'll say something really mean, um, but they'll talk, they'll talk not to me, but about me to like other people in the comment section, which I think is so freaking weird. Right. So something I've struggled with is like learning how to both accept that my audience is growing, my business is growing, and then there's going to be people who just don't get me, who don't know me and think that they know me. But really, I mean, how much of your life can you put out on social media, you guys? It's going to be like 0.0001%. I mean, really, do you think that every single thought that you ever have fits into a 2200 character? Instagram caption. And do you think you could ever encompass like your whole life in a picture and in a video, even if the video is like 30 minutes long, you still can't encompass your whole life into it. So just learning how to balance all of this, you guys, and, and learning how to understand this and learning how to both crave people but also just being happy with Brennan, right? Traveling the world, keeping to myself, doing things on my own time. Like that's what truly makes me happy, but doing that for too long also makes me unhappy. And and this is the paradox, you guys. Like in order for me to make my biggest impact on earth, I need to share my messages with lots of people, and sometimes my soul actually does crave the spotlight. And it's not often, but sometimes I'm like, "Okay, I got to say this to a lot of people. I got to share my message." And I also do love people. I also crave, you know, connection and I completely enjoy what I do. And sometimes I need to be around people. And I I love hearing people's stories. And I love to to, uh, hang out with, with my manifestation babes in person and not even my manifestation babes, but even like my friends and get to know people and meet people and go to a mastermind and blah, 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 blah. But of course, this paradox drives me insane. And so I'm learning how to balance it. And I thought to myself, you know, as I came home, (laughs) thinking about the episode that I'm going to create for you guys of like, where the frick has Catherine been in the last two months, not creating a single episode and not even saying that she's taking a break. Um, So as I was thinking about, You know, the episode that I'm going to record for you guys, I thought I'd share some examples, perhaps. Like, you know how I like to turn every single episode that I do into some sort of takeaway lessons that you can actually apply in your own life. So, I thought I'd uh, share with you guys how I balance this paradox in my life, how I'm learning to balance it, and uh, dance between the two opposing energies. In order to be the best version of myself. So I have five written down here and I actually thought of one in my head while I was talking to you guys. And so I'm going to share that one as well. So number one is to be okay with being an introvert. And again, this episode isn't just for introverts, but if you are one, I want you to know that step one to learning how to balance this paradox is to be okay with being an introvert. And I used to think that you know the Myers Briggs types, right? You, you've probably heard of the Myers Briggs, where you essentially have two, uh, four letters, right? I'm am, I am an INTJ, so you have four letters that supposedly encompass your entire personality. And all of your driving forces and why you do what you do, and why you're motivated by what you're motivated, and why you're what your strengths and weaknesses are, and et cetera, et cetera. And I used to roll my eyes at personality types, not because of you know judgment, but because I couldn't imagine that four letters could encompass your entire being. And it's very true that a personality type cannot encompass your entire being, right? Obviously, but what I used to think was that. People, you know, personality types would put people in boxes. And once you put a person in a box, they're essentially going to live their entire life according to that box, according to the principles of that box. And what I learned from actually my good friend, James Wedmore, is that it's not necessarily a thing that puts you in a box. What it does is it's a guiding principle, and it actually helps you learn what your strengths are so that you can bank on them. And it helps you learn what your weaknesses are so that you can choose to either improve them or perhaps delegate them. And being the smart person that you are, you want to just delegate your weaknesses. There is literally no point to waste your time trying to balance out your strengths and weaknesses. And I know that that's like the common, like, uh, uh, conventional wisdom of like, you know, work on your weaknesses and improve your weaknesses. But if you're here to bank on your strengths, like why not bank on your strengths and why not just delegate your weaknesses? Because your weakness is someone else's strength and they're going to enjoy their own strength so much more than you're going to enjoy your weakness. So, you know, I learned to absolutely love who I am. And I learned also a huge misconception in society you know, we live in an extroverted society. Like really people are rewarded for being extroverts and us introverts, especially being a minority in the population compared to being an extrovert, we feel very left out and we feel like we gotta work harder than extroverts sometimes. And it's not because there are one is better than the other or one is more capable than the other. It's just that society tends to reward one over the other. And so we feel like we're actually putting ourselves into someone else's box. And I think that's a bigger box to put yourself into, someone else's box, than um, you know, quote unquote, a box of labeling yourself as a personality type. And something I learned is that. A lot of people see, hear the word introvert, or or hear from someone that they're an introvert, and they immediately assume that they are shy. And one thing I learned is that you know, introvert versus extrovert has nothing to do with whether you're shy or not. It just has to do with um, how you energize yourself. So if you energize yourself around other people, you're an extrovert. So that's my husband, Brennan. And if you energize yourself by being yourself, by being by yourself, that is essentially you're an introvert. That's what I do. That's why I read so much. That's why I love being at home. I love doing my own thing. (laughs) I love being on my own. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. So obviously that's, you know, that labels me as an introvert. And once you accept this, you can start seeing this as your strength. And I highly recommend you putting, you know, you you checking out your personality type and really learning about your strengths because it's going to give you so many awesome insights that um, you didn't know that you had. And I just recommend it. Um, Number two, and this is so important, like took me two years to learn this one, you guys. Number two is to balance my schedule with introverted and extroverted activities. And what I mean by this is that in my business, when I'm working with my team or I'm doing something like a podcast interview, or I'm working and collabing with other people, obviously that causes me to extrovert. That is an outgoing activity. That is an extroverted activity. And what I used to do is I used to put all of my extroverted activities onto the same day on my calendar, or maybe split them between two days. And, you know, after a few hours of being around people. My soul really craves to go inside, um, <laughs> and go hide under the covers and read a good book and, and work by myself and and brainstorm something on my own and, and do something on my own. And it took me forever to learn why I was so unhappy with my schedule the way it was until I learned to never, ever, ever put more than one to two extroverted activities on my calendar per day ever again. And I make sure to really spread things out. So for instance, let's say I have this week a team call. I have two podcasts that want to interview me and I have, I don't know, let's say another project. Um, Obviously I've been saying no to a lot of things. I haven't really done that many things, you know, outside of my own work, but typically in the past it would look something like that. So I'd have some collaboration project, two podcast interviews or three in a week. And then obviously I have like a team call and then maybe some other team stuff. And so what I used to do is I used to put them all on the same day because I used to think, oh, let me just get it out of the way. But by like 12 PM, you know, on that day or 2 PM on that day, I am so miserable. I'm so unhappy I just like, I have no energy. And so then I'm actually doing a disservice to the few people who are left over for the day. Like for instance, let's say that I have a podcast interview at 2 p.m., but now I'm tired at 2 p.m. Obviously, I'm not committing my best self to that podcast. And I always want to commit myself my best self to everything that I do. So what I learned to do is I learned to just spread them out where I don't do more than one to two of those activities per week. And the rest of the time, I make sure to schedule in a ton of alone time and a ton of alone work time. So let's say my team wants me to brainstorm something or write something or work on something, then I will spend the rest of the day doing that. And I'll make sure to not have another meeting about it until the next day at least. And that's helped me out so much, you guys, because I'm able to balance out this paradox, even in my work-life balance and in my calendar and my schedule and I'm never overexerting myself to the point where I am depleted and drained. And that's the fastest way to drain an introvert is by giving them a ton of extroverted activities to do. Um, Number three, something I've been doing a lot of, which scared the crap out of me at first, which is take social media breaks. Um, I used to be afraid of going like a day, like one day, maybe even half a day without being present on social. And I thought that I had to constantly put out content. And if I don't, then my Instagram is not going to grow and my email list is not going to grow and nobody's going to care about me. And that's it. That's the end of my business. And those are real thoughts, you guys, that I used to have. And now I learned that when I'm not feeling being on social and I commit myself to being on social when I don't feel like being on social, it's such a waste of time because everything that I do falls flat anyway. Anything that I write is gonna fall flat, right? Anything that I post is not gonna get the engagement that it's supposed to get, at least in my mind. Um, and I just make myself unhappy, like meddling in other people's lives and like seeing what everyone else is up to instead of really giving myself the time to take a detox, to take a break, to give myself a breather and really step into like like the real world, um, you know, not just the digital world, but the actual 3D physical world, you know, go into nature or have a conversation with an actual person or do something that's good for my soul instead of just scrolling through social media. And you know, via law of attraction, when your energy is not behind something, you're not going to get the best results by continuing to do it. And so what I've learned is to just take breaks. And like, if I don't feel like pushing that Instagram button, which I know sounds like kind of crazy because of how many people are addicted to social media, I actually have a very easy time just not even pushing that button nowadays, because probably the pendulum has swung where I am more likely to hide than to actually show up. So it's been easy for me, but I really recommend, you know using your energy wisely and not leaking it into other people's lives. Like, first of all, your energy, your best self should be going into your own life. And if you are giving everyone else your energy, you're going to have none left to manifest your own dreams. So don't do that. Number four, don't pinhole yourself into consistent, ongoing, extroverted activities. One of these things, and what I mean by this, just to give you guys an example, is for instance, when I was at my mastermind about a week ago, or what am I talking about? It was not a week ago. It was like a month and a half ago. <laughs> no, it was a month ago. When I was at my mastermind a month ago, a couple of the people who also have podcasts have mentioned to me that they are extremely envious and jealous, and not in like the bad way. Not like just they. That's like a phrase that they used. Um, that they are kind of jealous that I have created a podcast schedule for myself where I only record when I feel inspired to. And if you notice, like if you've been a longtime listener, I never tell you Oh, new episodes coming out every Monday or new episodes coming out every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or guys, I'm guaranteeing two episodes per week. And the reason why I do this is because if I were to do the opposite, I would pinhole myself into a consistent extroverted activity. I know that there's nobody talking back to me right now, but when I do a podcast, I'm extroverting. I'm talking to you. It's like, I want this podcast to feel like you're literally sitting across the table from me and we're just having a conversation. And obviously it's more of a monologue. I get it. But like, ideally let's pretend that you're also talking back and asking questions. Um, and I'm also learning about you too, but this is an extroverted activity. And for me to pinhole myself into a consistent, you know, every Monday there's an episode or every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, there's an episode or whatever, I'm going to grow resentment towards my podcast. And that is the very last thing that I want to do. The very last thing that I want to do is place expectations for me to create something on a timeframe that isn't inspired. And when you guys listen to this podcast, although I must be the most inconsistent poster, An uploader, like sometimes I upload a shit ton of episodes, and sometimes I'll go a week without doing anything. And I hope at least you can appreciate the fact that I am my most inspired self when I talk. I never, it's never forced, it's never like, gotta put out an episode today. It's always coming from, holy shit, I have something good to share, so I'm gonna share it with my people. And, um, I really hope that that's what translates across because that's what I genuinely feel. And maybe, maybe this is like an idealistic approach, especially, you know, if you have a, um, a job, for instance, that requires you to be at a meeting consistently, or maybe you have other circumstances that require you to constantly do extroverted activities. Um, that is okay. And perhaps the lesson here is just learning how to balance that out by, um, then scheduling regular, you know, introverted activities to balance out the two. Um, number five is actually before I go into number five, just because that's the last message I wanted to leave you guys with, um, let's do a new number five. So we'll push that one to number six. The other number five that I really wanted to share with you guys is this concept that I um, coined in my own life this year that really helped me um, choose who I spend the most time with. And you guys know the the phrase, like you are, you know, an average of the five people you spend the most time with. Like, obviously you've probably heard that. Um, It's been going around for a while uh, since Jim Rohn said it for the first time. And Jim Rohn is actually Tony Robbins' first mentor, if you didn't know that. Pretty cool. But anyway, something else that I figured out for myself that really helped me that I want to share with you guys is this concept of energizer versus depleter. Now, it might seem harsh at first to hear that I give people labels in my life, as in you're an energizer and you're a depleter, but it doesn't mean that one is better than the other. Um, What I mean by this is that when I hang out with people, I can immediately tell that one type of person and obviously, like there's so many variables that go uh, for this. Like obviously it could be like personality compatibility or energy compatibility, or uh, you know, maybe it's just like the mood that we're both in, or maybe it's the time of day that we're both uh, you know, present with each other or whatever. But sometimes I find that some people energize me more than others and some people deplete me more than others. And I have both types of people in my life that I hold near and dear to my heart. And it's not that the depleters are people who are like negative Nancys or really sucking my energy or they're energy vampires. It's just that spending more than a certain amount of time with them tends to leave me depleted, tends to leave me less feeling less energized after the interaction if we spend way too long together than how I felt before. And vice versa with energizers, I have tons of energizers in my life. And literally when I say the word energizer, I think of certain people in my life, um, like my really good friends. And they are the kind of people where I could be in one of my introverted moods. And by me hanging out with them, I feel like I have still introverted, even though we were together for that moment, where I feel like they helped energize my batteries. And I feel more of an uplifted version of myself after we're done hanging out than before. And Brennan and I have been using this actually as a great framework in our life to figure out who do we want to invest more time in? Obviously, those who are uh, depleters are, um, you know, we don't spend like a week together with them, for instance, or like a whole day together with them, but there's still people that we absolutely love. It's just that after spending like an hour dinner together, uh, you know, the tables have kind of turned where I'm now getting drained. Um, and actually I don't call them depleters. I just realized I call them drainers. So drainers versus energizers. And again, it might seem like it's a negative connotation, but it really is not meant to sound that way. It's just that that's the label I gave it to help me really figure out what happens to my energy when I'm with them. And with energizers, oh my God, it's like, it's like you just are magnetized to each other and you feel so much more uplifted after hanging out together than you did before and figuring out who my energizers were this year and obviously limiting my time with the drainers or the depleters has really, really helped me balance out that need to be social, but also like not overly social at the same time, right? So balancing out that paradox really helped me figure out who the people are in my life that I can actually spend time with, who I actually want to be a part of my team, who I actually want to be in my daily life, and what happens to my energy levels when I am with them. And if I find that they are draining me, just got to figure out how to place them in my life where I can still love on them, but love on them more from a distance, if that makes sense. And now the last one, you guys, is related to this because my tip, my my thing, my one of my um, how I balance out this paradox is to still, even though you might crave being alone, <laughs> take time to connect with people. And take time to really connect with people so that you can remind yourself that your voice is important, your presence is needed, and you're a valuable asset to society. And I know that in those moments where I just want to hide and disappear, um, you know, there are people out there who go, Catherine, I miss you. Where have you been? Like, can you upload a podcast episode? Like, I really, really want to hear your voice. And, you know, sometimes when I have this like craving for alone time, it sounds kind of sad, but I promise it isn't. It's just that I forget that like I'm needed in this world. And I feel like, you know, look, life is going on. The world is going on without me. And so I really, you know, maybe I don't hold as much value as I think that I hold or blah, blah, blah. And, um, every time I do go quote unquote missing, I learn that no, 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 no. Like we all have such a beautiful purpose in each other's lives. And, your voice is so important. So make sure you don't turn it off for good. Like, keep balancing out that paradox and keep talking, keep showing up because your presence is really needed and you're an extremely valuable asset to society. You know, when I connect with my audience, I'm always reminded that I can't introvert forever and that my voice is needed in the community. And this is what keeps me going and it keeps me learning and growing and it keeps me coming back. Uh, for more and keeps me coming back to share more and give more. And obviously I gotta receive you know So when I'm introverting, I'm receiving and then when I'm extroverting, I am giving. and it's vice versa for um, for you know extroverts. like when they're extroverting, they're receiving and when they're introverting they are giving. And so you gotta do what's what's right for you, you know you gotta do you boo. So are you guys an introvert? How did this resonate with you? Um, Do you also have a platform or presence that requires you to be around people all the time and and you find yourself like really relating to everything I said? Um, I'm so curious to hear from you guys. And this is my extroverted side coming out where I want to hear from you. Uh, Let me know how this episode resonated with you. Leave a comment, send me a DM, screenshot this episode right now and, um, you know, share your takeaways and tag me so that I can see it. Um, and of course, I would so appreciate you sharing this episode with another fellow introvert or um, anybody, you know, not just this podcast episode, but any episode that you share with someone else, I so appreciate. And of course, I appreciate your guys's reviews. And I, I know I haven't mentioned this in a while, but I'm still doing that thing where if you leave a review, an honest review on my podcast, and take a screenshot before you submit it so it doesn't go out into the abyss for a couple days while iTunes approves it. But you just write it out, you take a screenshot, and then submit it, and then send that screenshot to my team, manifestationbabe.com. They will give you a free manifestation hypnosis that I recorded just for you as a special thank you gift just because I appreciate you so much for being here and, of course, taking the time to write a review. Um, and the last thing I wanted to mention before I leave you guys. This has been a longer episode. I know some of you have been asking for longer episodes, so you're welcome. Um, I have a uh new thing that I created for the end of the new year, which is I don't even remember what we named it. We honestly created this before I left for vacation, but essentially, it's my 2020 journaling prompts. And these journaling prompts are exactly how I review my year how I plan the year ahead, and how I figure out exactly what it is that I'm going to create in the new year. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but this decade is ending in just like less than a month now, which is so crazy to me to think about, but it's happening. And the new year is ahead of us. The new year is coming up quick. And so I created 20 journal or I don't remember how many journaling prompts it was, but it's for the 2020 year. I created downloadable journaling prompts that you can grab through the link that I'm going to post in the show notes but also Um, I don't think we have like a URL for it. So if you are listening to this in a capacity that doesn't allow you to access the show notes, just send an email to my team, hello at manifestationbabe.com and ask them for the link so that you can also get the journaling prompts for yourself and create the best year yet. And of course, lots of episodes coming your way, um, especially after I come back from Costa Rica around the new year and how to create the best year ever. Okay, guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking adore you and appreciate you and just want you to know that you have my heart and um, we're on this journey together and I will be here for as long as I'm breathing. And that sometimes I might disappear and take some introverted breaks, but it doesn't mean forever. And of course my fire is fucking back and I am here to be your spiritual BFF, Um, your mindset, BFF, and share with you everything that I'm learning to help you create the best freaking life, unapologetically, the best freaking life that it could ever create. I love you guys so much. Have the best day. Whenever this is uploaded, whatever day it is, have the best day. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, Be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.